Hello, everyone. It's time for Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 256, season 11. Today's date is September 19, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will talk about the legendary Chicago sportscaster Lloyd Pettit. Yeah, I will talk about his uh, career and his life. Also, uh, something a little off the topic is the popularity of wine coolers in the 1980s. Yeah, I remember those. Those were, those were great. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we get started, uh, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Imperial Margarine. <laughs> Who can not forget that commercial? Uh, I'm sorry, who can not forget that product uh, when, when you take a bite out of a piece of bread with that margarine and a crown pops on your head. (laughs) So here's a commercial from the early 1970s and it does feature what I just mentioned. So sit back and relax and I'll be right back. Thank you everyone. Pass the butter please, Vicky. Vicky, the butter. Thank you. Hey, what's going on? It's a crown, love. I switched from butter to imperial margarine. You mean this is margarine? Not just any margarine, imperial margarine. Once you taste it, you'll agree. Sure tastes like butter. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for imperial margarine. Uh, the product's still around. Uh, it was introduced uh, probably in the 1950s, I imagine, or early 60s. Uh, margarine is still popular, sort of. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful when you eat that because it's cholesterol. You know, when you get older, it's very high, like myself. You know, other brands are, are available, like Parquet, you know, Parquet. Also, Blue Bonnet, uh, Chiffon. Yeah, I can't think of anything else uh, on the top of my head. I remember Promise. Do you remember that? That was in the 70s. And I remember William Shatner did the commercials of that. That's something. So, uh, oh, Fleshman's. How could I forget that? My mom uses it, you know, for baking. Yeah, it's, it's good. It really is good. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I mentioned I was going to talk about the uh, Chicago sportscaster Lloyd Pettit and the popularity of wine coolers from the 1980s. Uh, before I get started, I want to mention a couple of anniversaries and a death. Uh, first off, the anniversaries. Uh, first one, uh, yesterday was the 60th anniversary of the Patty Duke show. I love that show. It's, it's great with starring, of course, Patty Duke. 
I remember the show when I first I first watched the show on WGN TV Channel Nine in Chicago. It reruns in the early seventies, and uh, it was great. It was a little boy then. Uh, then they yanked it, and I haven't seen. They didn't syndicate it much after that until I found it on Nick at Night <laughs> on cable. They brought it back, and then it gained a new uh, audience. Yeah, and they liked it, and. Uh, I, uh, I don't know if it's on Antenna TV now. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's on DVD. And I bought the DVD. And it's a great show. They also did a reunion um, movie. I don't know when exactly. I think in the 90s, early 2000s. I don't know. I've seen it once. And mo- all the all the cast members were there. It was wonderful. They did a good job. Yeah, yeah. And Kathy was there. <laughs> So, you know, Penny Duke did her Scottish uh, brogue, you know, hello, <laughs> like that. And uh, let's see, second anniversary. Today is the 40th anniversary of Pressure Luck. That show uh, started uh, on this day. Uh, the host's name was Peter Tarmakin. I can't pronounce his name. Tarmakin. Uh, I've never seen him before, and he's probably new. I don't know if he hosted a game show before, and uh, he was great. That show aired on uh, Channel 2, WBN-TV uh, in Chicago. It was on 10 o'clock in the morning, something like that. I, I watched a couple, well, I was at school at the time. I was at DeVry, but there were times uh, I had a later class. Probably well, one o'clock in the afternoon. So I did watch a couple episodes. This was my aunt's favorite show. She loved this show, which I didn't know. My mom never watched it. She didn't, never, you know. And it featured, you know, with the blocks and you go press your luck. And it goes, doo, 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 doo. and uh, then you have the whammy, <laughs> that red guy. My mom calls him Satan. <laughs> She still does. I mean, it's uh, hilarious. They have it, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Peter Tamarkin died uh, a few years ago. Yeah, it's a shame, you know. The show only ran for about three years, and but reruns popped up on the Game Show Network. And uh, I don't know if they're still airing. No, probably not. But I think it's on um, what's that one? Buzzer. Uh, that's a cable uh, channel. I think they air it. Yeah, they really do. And uh, But now they have a new pressure look with Elizabeth Banks. She does a good job as a host. Uh, the, the same concept, still there. Only it's an hour-long show, and then they go to the big books. That, uh, that's the second part of the show. Um, I, I don't really like that, but, uh, you know, but it's great. But it's very tense. Uh, it has a feeling of tense moments with that. I like the. I prefer the older one. That's a lot of fun. You know, it's great uh, with the '80s clothes and the '80s hairstyles. You know, the hairstyles like that. Yeah, it's still it's still great. Uh, I haven't seen the show in a while. You know, the old one. But uh, when it when I watch Buzzer, it's there. You know, but they showed it on the Game Show Network all the time. It was very popular. I don't know for the reason why they stopped it. I have no idea. Maybe it was ratings. Maybe the host didn't want to do it anymore. I don't know. We'll see. 
And then to, uh, then I have a, an announcer of a death. Uh, this was uh, singer Roger Whittaker. You may not know him, but you may know his song, uh, The Last Farewell. This was played on the in, in the late 70s and 1980s on WGN, the logo. When, they, uh, when you have the announcer, this is WGN TV, Channel 9 in Chicago, and they're... Dun, 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 dun. That's, that's a song. You know, he was born in Kenya, in Africa. And then, you know, he went to England. He had other songs like that. Uh, he, he was a good singer. Uh, he died September 13th at the age of 87. One funny thing about this man, uh, when you watch the Benny Hill show, uh, the reruns on Channel 32, WFLD-TV, they aired him about 10.30 at night. Benny Hill did a parody of him, and his name was Roger Twitaker. Which was hilarious. You know, it was funny. So I mentioned this to my brother this morning. You know, do you, I, I told him, Roger Whitaker died. Oh, that's too bad. I remember him from the Benny Hill show. <laughs> but a lot of people remember him from the that song, The Last Farewell. It's a great song. You know, I have it on my Apple Music. It's a, it's a very good song indeed. So it's such a shame. Seems like a nice guy. Great voice. Okay. So let's get started on uh, the show. I will talk about uh, Lloyd Pettit. Uh, who can I forget him? He was uh, a sportscaster in Chicago and Milwaukee. Uh, he was born March 22nd, 1927 in Chicago. And uh, he was the uh, announcer or he did the news in Chicago and Milwaukee as well. He was also the owner of the Milwaukee Admirals. It's a hockey team. And that uh, hockey team was the part of the American Hockey League, AHL, not NHL, you know, like that. But then uh, he was born in Chicago, then he moved to Milwaukee. And then uh, he went to Northwestern, graduated in 1950. And then he started... uh, Sport, he did, uh, uh, he broadcasted the news in Milwaukee on, uh, let's see, and, you know, uh, WMAW and then later WTMJ, you know, until 1956. Uh, then he returned into Chicago and he got hired at WGN TV and WGN Radio. And um, he was the announcer. He did sports guest. He did. Uh, he did. He uh, did the Chicago Cubs. He did the Chicago White Sox. I don't know if he did the Bulls. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, sometimes he was with Jack Brickhouse, you know, or sometimes he was alone because when. Uh, oh, he also did the Bears. Yeah, I know Jack Brickhouse did the Bears. He did the Cubs. He did the White Sox. But sometimes if. Uh, Br- uh, Jack Burkhouse was unavailable to do the Bears. Or uh, Lloyd Pettit would cover. Or maybe he did that with the other teams uh, you know, as well. But he was best remembered as uh, a sportscaster for the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, and I think he loved that sport. He really did. He loved that sport. And uh, he started uh, 
doing that and you would uh it was like during the 60s uh, early 70s and uh maybe i think so and uh his famous uh Let's see, catchphrases was, uh, of course, uh, Here Come the Hawks. That was based on the song, you know, dun, 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 Here Come the Hawks, the Mighty. I love that song. And also there was, uh, he shoots and he scores. He said that also, but the famous uh, catchphrase he did was, there's a shot and a goal. <laughs> he did that. You know, when I was a kid, I never knew that. You know, I watched hockey, but I never knew it was him that <laughs> did that. So, um, and so a lot of people remember him for his uh, low-key demeanor. He was uh, not a nut like that. Jack Brickhouse yelled. He was a good announcer, but he was quiet. Well, um, I think Lloyd Pettit was more reserved a little bit like that. Um, then he, uh, then Lloyd Pettit's star is stayed with the Blackhawks. Until 1976. Well, he retired. I don't know what what was the real uh, reason. And uh, I think that was like the broadcasting. You know, the Hawks, I remember they were on Channel 9. Everyone remembered that. They were in the, in the 1970s. Uh, no, 1960s. Excuse me. And then uh, maybe part of the 1970s. And then it moved to Channel 32 and then to Channel 44. Yeah. I remember that. And uh, and then he was done. And then he, after he was done broadcasting, uh, Lloyd Pettit and his wife returned to Wisconsin and they bought the Milwaukee Admirals. And uh, he was uh, responsible to get the Brady Bradley Center built in order to do that in Milwaukee. And now the arena is... Uh, Home to the Milwaukee Bucks, you know the basketball team, and that's uh, that's pretty interesting. Okay, right now I'm going to play a clip. This is him at the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, this is with uh, I'm not sure it's with Bobby Hall. Oh no, first it's with Stan Mikita. He did something, and then there was Bobby Hall. He hit his 500th goal. That's monumental, very historic for the Chicago Blackhawks. So you will hear the uh, the song, Here Come the Hawks, the Mighty Blackhawks. Um, you'll hear a product that's no longer made in the beginning. I won't tell you. I'll let you listen. And then, uh, what? so after I play this, uh, you know, segment, I will come back and explain. Okay? So here we go. Thank you, everyone. The Big One, Meister Brow, the number one family of quality beer. Present. Here come the Hawks, the mighty center he does deflect it off the side of the cage and it's on the cards and the whistle blows Creech to Marat Hawk zone Martin now at his blue line leading to Dennis Hull at the center line Dennis Hull to the blue line takes a check from Harris and Harris has the puck off the near board 
Now centerized play for Dennis Hull. Dennis Hull off the skate of Jimmy Pappen deflects to Roy Edwards, and he clears it off the near board. Dennis Hull's slap shot is wide to the left. Caroms to the far board of the Detroit zone. Poked at by Martin. Kept in by Marat. Marat's wrist shot broken up just as he got it underway. Centered and intercepted by Del Vecchio. Led over the Hawk blue line. Down the Hawks out of the near corner. Stemkowski wanting to center. He does. Deflected away by Esposito and taken by Dennis Hull. To Pitt Martin. Martin overleads Stapleton. And the puck goes to the far board at center ice and Chico Mackey. Chico leads to Dennis Hull. Under his stick it comes to the near board in the Detroit zone. Taken by Gordy Howe to Stemkowski. Stemkowski trying to return to Howe, taken by Dennis Hull. Dennis Hull leading off the foul board to Makita. Makita on the right wing, a slap shot to go! He digs it out of the corner. He wants the center, he does! And the shot to the goal! I don't know if that's number 500 or not. That's it! That's it! Looks like it may have been Angotti's, but let's go down to Lou. That was it! Bobby Hull's 500 soul! All right. Lou Boudreau is now climbing into the penalty box, trying to get Bobby if he can. Bobby is skating up the center line over toward the bench, a standing ovation from a jam-packed crowd here. Congratulations, Bobby. I know you're very happy, and so is Mrs. Hull and your entire family. They're sitting down there at the end. We're fortunate to have our two boys with us, Bobby and Brett. Blake is homesick, and of course the baby, he doesn't know enough yet. Bobby, I'm just... Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed that clip with Lloyd Pettit, uh, broadcasting at the Chicago Blackhawks, uh, probably at the Chicago Stadium, I imagine. Uh, that's a beautiful moment, you know, uh, for hockey fans, you know, listening to Lloyd Pettit, uh, Stan Mikita scoring a goal. Also, uh, Bobby Hall scoring his 500th goal. Uh, that was, uh, greatest moment in sports history. I did a podcast episode about Bobby Hall and Stan Mikita. If you care to listen, you know, search my library on, um, Probably on YouTube, you know, do a search and you'll find it. Okay. Uh, as for hockey, uh, I only went to one game, only one hockey game once uh, at the Chicago Stadium. It was a friend of my parents. Uh, it was a man. Uh, he took us, uh, me and my brothers, and we went. Uh, he had some tickets, and we went there, and that was fun. Uh, we had a good time, you know. And unfortunately, he passed away last year. You know, I haven't seen him in years, you know, not for a long time, but that, that's a great memory for me. That was the only time I went to the Chicago Stadium. That's it. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> I didn't even been to the United Center, you know, because, uh, yeah, I'm not into basketball or hockey, you know, but if someone had a ticket, you know, an extra ticket and invited me to go, you know, invited me to come, I will do that. I will go. Why not? Watching live sports is better than watching on television. It is be much better. The experience is different, and uh, that's happened to me when I went to when I went to Wrigley Field to see the Cubs. It's nothing like when you watch on television. Yeah, you know, or um, you know, going to a hockey. Game. I, I've never been to a basketball game or a football game. No, I've never been to Soldier Fear. I've been once to Soldier Fear outside. I was on a Segway. Yeah, they had the segways there, but never to a game. No one invites me. 
<laughs> well, I'm not into it, so that's okay. But now today, it's com- it's sheer lunacy, you know, especially from fans. You know, they talk about it like it's it's a matter of life or death. <laughs> like, the, yeah, I know you love the game. You're a fan. I get it. But there are other things important, you know. But they ought to calm down. I think another thing that I think it bothers me bothers me. Excuse me. Or other people, you know, they overanalyze things, you know, like uh, like these players are under a microscope, you know, or a magnifying glass, you know, just leave them alone. They're doing the best they can, you know, that's how they are. You know, if you love the game, great. Love the sport, any sport you like, do something to make you happy. That's what counts. Okay. All right. And right now I'm going to talk about, uh, let's see. Wine coolers. Yeah, these are wine coolers from the 1980s. Uh, I remember this very well. I was in my 20s when these were introduced, uh, starting with the commercials. <laughs> Most famous commercials, indeed. <laughs> like that. And they were... Uh, you're asking, what is a wine cooler? You know. Uh, pretty much it was... Uh, they were uh, just a moment, please. Okay, so uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the pause. I just saw something. So, um, wine course it was like white wine. You know, it's like a spritzer, and then they added citrus and other flavors, so it makes it tasty. They also added sugar. Oh, that's what we need now. <laughs> uh, so, the first, uh, one of the most uh, famous uh, wine coolers was Bartle and James. Yeah, remember them? Uh, they were. It was a favored wine cooler. It was introduced in 1985, and it was produced by the EJ and Gallo Winery. You know, you know Gallo wines like that. Uh, the product line was created. And uh, let's see. Oh, that's my phone. <laughs> okay. And uh, let's see. So uh, let's see. It was created by a man named Hal Rooney, and he ran the he ran the commercial. The commercials ran from uh, like about eh, from the eighties, like to the early nineties. And they f- featured these two older men sitting on a French pork, and they're hawking this product. <laughs> A lot, and the uh, the characters was uh, the founders of the names were Frank Bartles and Ed James. Now the man, the men that that portrayed them, they were not them. They were actors. You know, it's not them at all. Uh, the actor's name, uh, the man who played Frank Bartles, is uh, a man named David Ruff Carr. He played Frank Bartles, and uh, Dick Mogg. He played Ed James. And uh, they were not actors because uh, David Ruffcar was a Air Force veteran and a cattle rancher from Oregon. And uh, Dick Mogg was a general contractor from Santa Rosa, California. <laughs> but they fit the bill. They, they were great like that. And uh, so the, 
so they were talking like in some folksy accent, you know, like that with the Barrel and James, which was great, you know, great. Uh, as for this product, I've tried it. It's not bad, you know, and uh, at the time uh, they came in some flavors. There was berry. It was a regular flavor. Uh, there was also peach like that. Uh, let's see. I have the picture. No, I don't. <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, I'll get to that. Anyway, so uh, it came in. It, it came in a pack, like uh, like a four pack, you know, in bottles like that. I remember buying, you know, a pack of wine coolers. Uh, there was a there's a liquor store on South Pulaski Road. It's still there. It's GJ's. I bought it there. I tried it once. It's not bad. It, it really isn't bad at all, you know, and. Uh, other wine coolers, other brands, of course, was Sun Country. Remember that one? I uh, remember the commercials. They were very humorous. And uh, let's see. the. Um, let's see what we've got here. I'll tell you the flavors. Uh, I'm going to go down. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got. Yeah, uh, so California, uh, some country, I think it came in cherry or berry. No, berry, I think. And that's it. But they had the. I remember the commercials in the 80s. I remember the one that was some person in a costume as a polar bear. And they would talk in that costume. And uh, they, at the end of the commercial, they would reveal who, who the actor was. One was with Donna Mills from Knott's Landing. Another one was from, another was Richard Maul from Night Court. And I remember at the end of the commercial, he got into his bull character and he smashed up, smashed, you know, he pounced on a, on a table and says, squash you like a grape. <laughs> That's funny like that. <laughs> like that. Um, the other flavor for, uh, well, I was going to mention, Bartlett and James came in uh, premium red. And it was like a strong berry color. I never tried the berry color. I tried the um, the regular color. California, uh, I'll get to California cooler in a minute. But Sun Country, uh, that became one of the most popular ones in the 80s. Yeah, like that. I, I don't think I've tried it. No, I never tried it uh, like that. Okay, uh, the other one I want to mention. Let's see, I'll go down there. There was one called Dewey Stevens, and it was kind of light. Um, it had a sugary aroma. It's like bubblegum. It, it was fruit flavor. I don't remember trying that. No. But I remember uh, when I saw this, I go, yeah, I remember this. I, I remember this very well. Yeah, like that. Another one was uh, Matilda Bay. Uh, I think it was from Australia, but they did bring it to the United States. And I never tried that one either, but I remember the commercials. So that was uh, that was very nice. Okay. And uh, it was also Fletcher and Oaks. I don't know if you remember that. That's kind of gone. <laughs> Came and went. Now, the most famous one of all, besides Bartlett and James and Sun Country Cooler, was Seagram's. Okay. This one uh, came out in full force because of their advertising. And, of course, the spokesperson who was who did those commercials was none other than Bruce Willis. 
And this was at the highlight of his career when he starred on Moonlighting, that TV show that ran from 1985 to 1989 with Sybil Shepherd. And uh, I think this, this is before he started the movies. They probably ask him, why don't you hawk this product? And then he goes, yeah, I'll do it. Uh, the, I remember the, watching the commercials. They Sometimes they heard it during uh, Moonlighting and they were hilarious. <laughs> And uh, like that, and he talked very soft-spoken. He did that, and uh, so the the flavors of Seagram's came out like apple cranberry, wild berries, cherry cooler, also in the clear dry classic. Uh, yeah, that was uh, no, that wasn't it. Sorry. Yeah, so they had the yeah, so we had natural apple cranberry, original wild berry survey, and I, I have the photo right here. Excuse me, I will bring it up. Let me tell you. Okay, here we go. Yeah, it had natural peach, wild berry, natural citrus, also the the regular flavor. And yeah, they had natural peach, natural apple cranberry, original wild berry, natural citrus, and of course the golden one. The wine cooler. That's the one that Bruce Willis advertised the most. You know, I don't know about the others. Uh, you can find the commercials on YouTube. I think all of them there featuring Bruce Willis. You know, as as a matter of fact, I did try this uh, wine cooler. The Seagram's. I think it was the golden one. Uh, it was okay. It was kind of dry. I should have tried the flavor ones. You know, but uh, I didn't. I should try the berry. That might have been better. Okay, right now I'm going to play a commercial featuring, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to play a, a commercial for Seagram's Wine Cooler that features Bruce Willis. Also, there is a woman in this commercial. I won't tell you who it is. You have to listen carefully to her voice, and it's a famous actress. When I come back, I will tell you who, who it is. Okay? All right, so here we go. Thank you, everyone. What would you like? Well, I don't know. What do I feel like? Why not try something you've never had before? Is that a line? No, it's a drink. Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler. It's wet, it's dry, it's new, and it's Seagram's. You sound like a commercial. You're buying it? The drink? Yeah. But not the line. It's a start. New Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler. It's wet and it's dry. Okay, everyone, I am back. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Seagram's Wine Cooler featuring Bruce Willis and this famous actress. It was none other than Sharon Stone. And this commercial came out in 1986. Yeah. So um, she didn't become that famous uh, after she starred in Total Recall, a 1990 movie with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've seen it. <laughs> Love with the Exploding Head. <laughs> And of course, Basic Instinct in the 90s that she starred with Michael Douglas in the Sliver. You know, she's still acting. You know, you don't see her much, you know, but she's a very pretty lady. You know, very pretty indeed. Uh, I don't know if I'm, I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I mentioned California Cooler. That was another brand. Uh, I remember the most famous, famous commercial of that was the. There was these two guys. Uh, one guy came into the bar and he goes, "I hate California," and he looked. He looked at the bottle first and he goes, "Surf's up." Uh huh. Uh -huh. The only thing that's interesting was yogurt. <laughs> you can find that commercial on YouTube. 
It's hilarious. Uh, I tried that one. Yeah, it was pretty good. But they had like, I think they had real pieces of fruit in it. You know, I think they did. I'm not sure. But it was okay. Um, as for Sun Country Cooler, they had the uh, commercial. They had other celebrities. I remember one with Ringo Starr from the Beatles. They had him. He he did the he did that as well. Now, uh, before I sign off, I want to explain why. What happened to wine coolers? Why you don't see you don't see them anymore? And there is a reason for that. It is taxes. That's why. Um, uh, the, they had a nation's excise tax on wine, and it, they raised it from a. Uh, like six, um, let's see, 0. 0.17, point, uh, 0.17, sorry, per gallon to a whopping $1.7, 1.07. And it was expensive. <laughs> How do you like that? So, gone. <laughs> so, um, the, then they uh, spawned the malt-based beverages. They changed to that, like that. Like, for example, Smirnoff Ice, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade. And uh, I like, ooh, that's strong. I like it, but I drink it slow. <laughs> I like lemonade, but not that. Also, Zima. That's from the 90s. Remember that? That clear thing? I never tried it. I should have. like that. But, you know, uh, California Code is gone. Some country is gone. The rest I mentioned is gone. Only Barton and James is still around. And they sort of make, um, it's, they still make it, but it's not the same in the 80s. No. You can still find it at liquor stores or drug stores. You can buy it. Maybe someday I'll buy it and try it out. I don't know if it'd be the same. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that product is still there. They, they, that company's still in business, which is, is amazing. But, you know, uh, alcoholic drinks change. Some have remained, some have changed, some have gone away. That's how it is, you know, but uh, that's that's, uh, that's really something, you know. I like the, I like the wine clothes. I really did. And as for Bruce Willis, after he'd done the commercials, uh, he left Moonlighting and became a big, big major star <laughs> from Die Hard. <laughs> I like the movie, but. That's that's fine. Unfortunately, he's uh, very sick. You know, he has aphasia, something with the dementia or you know, with the memory. That is terrible, terrible shame. I I feel for their family. Uh, I, you know, I I prayers for him. You know, that's that's terrible for him. You know, he's a likable guy. <laughs> he really is. He's just uh, he makes you laugh. He really does. He was great in Moonlighting. Excellent. Excellent. They don't show the. They don't show the. Um, they don't broadcast. I'm sorry. They don't broadcast the show anymore. It's not a rerun. It's not really. Unless it's on streaming, if you can find it. I have the DVD. I've seen it. Uh, I saw it broadcast. I didn't see the last step of the season. It wasn't that good um, because during the show, a civil shepherd got pregnant, and there was fighting, and they didn't film many episodes, and it was a huge mess. It's a, still a good show great 80s show and i have it on dvd i saw the entire thing all the way might rewatch it again we'll see all right uh another thing i want to mention about lloyd pettit 
everyone is commenting on Facebook, most than X or Twitter, and they love that man. They miss that man. He was wonderful. He had a great voice. He was a great sportscaster, great for the Hawks, and they did the the shot and the goal, or and they did that. He, you know, they mentioned that uh, they miss him. You know, he was great. I think he was better than Jack Brickhouse or any other or Harry Carey. They were all great, you know. So uh, they really liked the man. They really did. Okay. So that's it for this program. Uh, do a recap real quickly. Uh, I talked about uh, the legendary uh, Chicago sports caster Lloyd Pettit and the popularity of the wine coolers in the 1980s. Uh, this pro- this podcast will be published later on today, uh, wherever podcasts are available, uh, wherever app you can um, hit on your phone or your iPad, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, over Breaker, Overcast. You can listen to that. Also, uh, it'll be on my YouTube channel. Vanish Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Do a search, hit subscribe. Uh, I think that's the easiest way for people to listen. Also, it'll be published on my blog, vanishchicagoland.blog. Also, be shared on my social media accounts Facebook, Twitter, also called X. I still call it Twitter. <laughs> and uh, also be uh, post- posted on my Instagram and Threads account. You can find it there. Okay. So this is Pika Stanis, your host of Van Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, today is a kind of a wet, cold day. You know, I'm going to get some lunch right now. So here's bye-bye for me. And, uh, oh, before I say goodbye, I'll have probably do another podcast episode this weekend. We shall see. Okay. I hope it's a dandy one. <laughs> okay. Oh, one last mention. Today is the 53rd anniversary of Creature Features on WGN TV Channel 9. Happy anniversary. Yeah, I did some stuff if you want to look at it. Video, story, you name it. It's all there. Just do a search on my accounts. Okay, so here's bye-bye for me, and here's a little traveling music uh, from Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.